everyone and welcome to head to table the comedy question mark podcast where two friends design a brand new tabletop rpg and then play test it before your very ears i am tom snowden and hello from the other side i am tom <laughs> rawson oh beautiful so beautiful uh, yeah. in my, my ear holes how, how are you doing tom uh, yeah, not too bad. Uh, yesterday, I thought I was falling ill, so I just I, like, I looked myself in the mirror for like a solid ten <laughs> seconds, and I was like, "Time to make a decision. Who's going to win here? You or them bugs?" And uh, let's just say those bugs won't be troubling me anymore. Whoa, shit! That sounds dangerous. What do you put like concrete booties on them? <laughs> tiny, tiny, tiny concrete boots on these little viruses. I just thought really hard. I just like thought of message them in my brain, like, "This is not your home." Leave this place, fly, you fools! And sure enough, they all just like built an ark, and I and I just spat it out, and they all left on it. Wow, incredible! Well, well done, Tom. <laughs> well done on your recovery. Well, Tom, uh, as usual, I need to give you a Tom and Tom game nomicon. Hit me game. with your nomicon stick. Hit me. Hit me. Uh, okay. Well. <laughs> <laughs> this week's Game Nomicon, Tom, I was wondering if you could explain to me what exactly LARP is. LARP, or live action role play, is when you play your RPG games not at a table uh, with a nice G&T and a bag of red Doritos, <laughs> uh, but when you play it out in the woods, hidden from people, uh, you dress up as your character, you embody the character, you fully are the character in every sense of the word. Um, wow. As seen in the 2008 comedy uh, Role Models, starring Paul Rudd and Sean William Scott. I have no idea what you're talking about. you never seen Role Models? <laughs> no. Oh, it's a funny film. You should check it out. Oh, okay. Well, thank you for that wonderful explanation, Tom. No worries, my dude. Are you ready to design a game? I've got, I've got an idea. <laughs> of course I am. Come on, hit me with it. Okay, okay. So, Tom, um, we're, bo- we're, both, we're both seasoned gamers capital g gamers by which i mean video gamers <laughs> pro strats live streams the lot well much like me you've probably at some point in your life encountered the humble golf simulator <laughs> very briefly yes they are some of the most relaxing and wondrous games i have ever played in my life and i, I don't know why i find them so good it's that way that you know where they, they have the thing where they do the swing and you have to press you have to press once on the way in and then once on the way out and you have to get them in that that hot hot you know good driving zone yeah get that perfect and look, there's never any like big clicks or it's just like a sort of ding oh it's so meditative i i, I love it and, and what i would like to do tom um, is try and is try and capture that feeling in in the form of a game. I have to admit that once again, and I know I am becoming a parody of myself. Uh, the idea for this episode is actually actually first came from a a name. So I thought of a name first, and then uh, and as then, with all and, the greats, I know I know D eight nine. Uh, we actually use a different name for a uh, for role playing game. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> But uh, but yes, um, it is it is it is my way. So the name 
the name through through shrouded mists came to me on a day <laughs> when two of my non-golfing friends were talking about uh about the fact that they were going to go uh and try and learn how to to golf together one day and just because the the weather that day was particularly nice so i said back in my in my infinite powers oh, of of, of punning cad yeah what did you go and bloody say i said fair weather friends oh, 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 oh. Mm, what a delicate comedy <laughs> morsel thomas well uh, i'm glad you enjoyed it because no one else commented when i said that so yeah it's just a one of those whatsapp chats and uh, no one else laughed but i was in hysterics at my own that's marvelous my own. So, so you're thinking like a, a golf friendship simulator yeah exactly that tom our minds uh, our minds are uh, are linked what i'm thinking is a game in which we uh we have uh, a little bit of the golf simulator and a little bit of uh about about you know just the just the delight of uh getting to know uh, another person through through the uh the medium of golf mm, okay i like it so obviously the golf objective is to win the game of golf what is your what is your social objective here like what is the exact thing you're trying to is it just to get hmm. to know one another? Is there an actual like social objective as well? Maybe, maybe we should have a social objective. You are cutting to a, an interesting point. Maybe it should be about a situation where there, there has to, you know, where there's something awkward about your relationship normally, yeah, uh, and you have to break that apart through the the medium of uh, through the medium of golf. Mm, is, that, okay. is that good comedy That's for very, them? O- awkward, what, awkward relationships? Like, maybe not comedy, but, like, I think you're on something really beautiful there and something quite elegant. And I, and I like it because there's a lot of parallels. So golf is all about, you know, sort of that, that delicate sweet spot in the middle. Not too hard, not too little, very accurate. And you need that in, like, a measured, difficult conversation as well, right? There's a point you're trying to make. There is some understanding you're trying to reach. And you don't want to shoot too hard with that, but also you don't want to, you know, mm. beat around the bush. Yeah, no, exactly. Exactly. That sounds, yeah. Let's work with that then. So I think because the two are so similar, I like the idea of having a mechanic which serves both as playing golf and also trying to share some some difficult information. I love this idea. Two people on the golf course in the, the twilight years of their friendship and one of them's trying to explain that um, he's just uh, he's just really into cosplay now. And he wants to get that across <laughs> to his old friend of fifty years. Yeah, maybe it's maybe it's like even more. Maybe it's like a like pet play or something. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> How's it going, Jeff? <laughs> well, where to start really with this one? Yeah, why are you wearing that leather dog mask? Oh, uh, Jeff. is this not... Oh, oh, I must have picked up the wrong mask when I got all my golf gear together. Wait, these aren't my golf gloves. It's for the giant... Just puppy paws. <laughs> oh, no. What's mm. going on here? <laughs> Fantastic. So let's work out a mechanic then. So playing golf. Um, yeah, this is probably going to be the first hurdle here tom i mean firstly are are hurdles do they feature in golf but anyway (laughs) my my point is i know nothing about golf i know what golf sims have taught me that the the lower number of swings the better yeah that's your basic part right you're trying to get it in a a hole get golf ball in hole quick so i think each shot there's there's a distance right there is a number of of spaces away that the the hole is is that a name other than hole it can't just be hole is it I think they're holes, and I think the holes are supposed to have, like, a number of swings you're supposed to do yeah, it that's, in. Yeah, that's par. 
Okay, that's the par. So how about this? Let's say you're on a hole and there's a distance away from you. Let's say it's 30 or something. Now, perhaps then you start by picking a golf club. Mm. Uh, and I reckon different golf clubs roll more die, and that's how far you hit it, basically. Mm. Uh, I reckon there's a distance and an accuracy involved here, perhaps in some way. Um, so maybe like a putter is a D6, uh, and then a... Oh, man, I don't know how... how I, I know there's okay, let's just let's just have iron. all of the dice be be different different golf clubs. So okay. you know, maybe because we don't know the names of the golf clubs, <laughs> yeah, they can just be called a D four iron. <laughs> yes, that's very good. And the D twenty we'll call a, a sandwich. Is that what they're called? I a they sand were wedge. Drivers. No, sandwiches are for getting them out of sand. Very well. The 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 D twenty will be a driver. Yeah, I, I love it. That's perfect. And so then I think you select your your club, you you roll that die, and that's how far you manage to, to hit. Oh, my only issue there with those, it doesn't seem to make sense for a driver to just hit between one and five. Do you know what I mean? Yeah, but like a one to five is just you, you know, whiffing it. Okay, we'll, we'll create a game with the with a high potential of whiffing. <laughs> well, um, it's okay, Tom. This is a creative space. I'm all about yes and D twenty driver. I'm on board. I love it. Okay, maybe if you're skilled with it, you can make multiple rolls on that dice, uh, and that is how yeah, you get the expectation uh, up. Yes, yes, that makes sense. So, how about this? You pick your club. That sets yeah. the dice for the swing you're about to do. Then I think there should be two checks, just like you said, where there's that sweet spot on the way forward and back for both like power and like accuracy in some way. Okay. So what okay. I'm saying is I think there should be a check involved and a success on power lets you roll more dice after seeing the first result. And on accuracy maybe lets you just add a little number to or away from it in some way. Okay. Uh, yeah, I think I think I like that. Does that make I think sense? I like that. The only thing, the only thing I'm thinking is: is there a way that we can make this precisely like the video games uh, and be, uh, you know, like in such a way as like, so you try and roll an initial number, uh, mm. like uh, as to be your to be your up part, and then you roll the dice uh, again and you subtract some or somehow from the. I'm not making sense. I just really like the idea of the numbers going up and then coming back down <laughs> because video games have trained me thus. I like it. I think the only reason I wanted to more is I was worried about having too many meters of having to meet it. We've already got this thing where you need to. Well, it's actually it's actually that I want to reduce it down to sort of just being like one dice per check. Different clubs have maybe higher ranges, but maybe it's uh, the the distance you get and your accuracy all come from just rolling the d twenty. For example, when you're driving. Yeah. If we if we can come with a mechanic to do that, I think it'd be really cool because then we can tie in the social stuff and we're using kind of like. You know, we're doing two checks off of one dice. <laughs> yes, yes, yes. Okay, I'm I'm using my driver. I've got my D20. I roll mm. my first D20 for the distance. And perhaps, I like that you're having like a skill in power and accuracy. Perhaps your skill in power lets you re-roll that first die. How about how about instead you just get a skill with the club? Like you don't get a skill with, with power and accuracy. You get a skill with mm, mm. like the type of club. Uh, and how about we just we just narrow this down to like three dice to make this simpler? Yeah. <laughs> how about we start narrow down to driver, which is d twenty, iron, which is d eight, and putter, which is d four or something like that, right? Yeah. 
Uh, and then you and then you you do what we said. You roll two of them, and how far you apart is uh, is the accuracy, and yep. how uh, like the highest one is the sort of the power mm. involved. Mm. Uh, and your your like skills. So if you are skilled with like uh, putters, uh, then you could say can add like one. Uh, you can add one to either one of the dice or add or subtract one from yeah. either one of the dice yeah my only question then is what does the accuracy mean so i've rolled two d20s i got a 19 and a 12 so 19 is my distance yeah. what does it mean that the accuracy is seven hmm let's say the hole is a total of a 25 distance so you've gone forward 19 but your inaccuracy is seven so hmm i wonder if it's it moved certain accuracies correlate to things happening like maybe if your accuracy is 10 or above you've you've landed it in the water you've got to take the shot again next time maybe if it's a five you've landed but you're in the sand okay okay i I like what you're saying i think i think in my you think you like it or you like it tom well (laughs) i'm gonna be honest tom (laughs) i have come up with what I think is a much more elegant solution for a more civilized age. <laughs> All right, let's hear it. <laughs> okay, so just a bit of recap here. So, so the the way we're going to do this is we have three types of dice that we will use as different types of clubs. Mm-hmm. Uh, so, D4 is like our putter. Uh, a D8 is like an iron, and a D20 is like a a. Um, uh, a, a driver like mm-hmm. a far far distance driver uh typically we have a hole and the distance of that hole will be somewhere like you know 25 to 45 distance units or something mm-hmm. right roughly and then the idea is that depending on which club we have we roll two of those club dice so if i'm driving i roll 2d20s uh, and then the idea is that i can choose either one of those dice to represent my 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 distance or uh, you know my uh the the dis- the power with which i'm shooting this this shot yep uh and you know obviously like at certain distances i want to have like lower numbers uh you know if, if i'm one away then obviously i want to try and roll a one somehow yeah. so <laughs> so the idea is that i can choose to get a lower number or a higher number depending on what i'm aiming for and then the idea is that the difference between my two dice represents the accuracy so what I think is, if the difference between the two dice is zero, if by some miracle you roll exactly the same number, we should consider that some kind of uh, crit crit hit, <laughs> yep. some kind of uh, critical shot. Um, if the distance is less than, say, five uh, on a d20, or less than, like, a quarter of the overall roll. So obviously we've chosen, we've chosen club dice here that can be neatly quartered. So we've got the... Uh, the D8 would mean a, a difference of two or less, and the D4 would be a difference of one. Yep. So if the difference is 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 less than a quarter, then we would say that that is an accurate shot. And if the distance is more than half of the dice, so if the difference is, say, more than 10 on a D20, more than four on a, a D8, or more than two on a D4, then we would say that that shot is a whiff. Like, you've just completely failed to shoot. And what I think is, if it's a whiff, then you just have to they you make no headway yep. on that on on that shot so you just have to re-roll Should be if it's an if it's an accurate shot then you get um you get the ability to get one power point and that power point means you can either add one or subtract one from your distance yeah or you can 
take what's inside the mystery box <laughs> and roll uh, another dice of the uh, another club dice of the same denomination uh, and add or subtract that from your roll. Nice. So it's a bit more risky, right? Yeah. Like you know, if you roll a uh, if you roll the d twenty, then you may be getting into negative numbers here. It's good, but, it all, <laughs> but it also means, yeah, if you roll low on both your die, you might be like, ah, oh, damn. But you also you still get a bit. I like this. This is really cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly, exactly. Uh, and then on a crit, if you ever get the the zero, mm-hmm. uh, the zero difference, then you can do the same, but you get two power points. So you can add or subtract two, or you can roll two of the same dice <laughs> yeah. uh, and, and do whatever you want with those two dice. You can add them both. You can subtract one and add the other. You can do, you just, you just do you, man. <laughs> just roll two dice. That's fantastic. Tom, I really like that. I appreciate it. It's probably a little tricky to hear in audio format but i'm with you i'm sure i'm sure people get it while we play it i love it yeah and it, we're also yeah. saying right that you can overshoot the hole obviously right it's it's about getting to zero exactly if you roll over yes you've then got obviously yeah yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah yeah just just like Abs- in goal absolutely absolutely yeah cool fantastic tom and i think we can use the exact same little game we've made here that we're using to play golf to use for the social part of our game as well. It's the same mechanic at the same time. I'm rolling to successfully make my point. So in this okay. case, getting the ball in the hole is getting my message into your heart. I really like the idea of it being this as well. I quite like the idea of it being like, um, I don't know, like, yeah, like be, you have like some awkward topic to discuss. It's like what yes. we were talking about earlier. But like, but like, it's like, it's like, did, did you make an accurate point? Was was that a wise and accurate thing you just said? Yeah, or was yeah, it, yeah. Or was it a complete whiff? Exactly, yeah, like- yeah. Oh, Tom, 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 and I've got it. Tom, this game has no GM. We're each playing this game, but at the start of the game, we don't tell each other what our point is. We're going to be, like, uncovering it as we oh, play. Oh, God. How good is that? Okay, okay, I like this. Yeah? I like this a lot. I'm nervous to play because I think maybe you've got you've got secret things to tell me and our, our friendship <laughs> yeah. is about to be put deeply on the line by fair weather friends. Hey Tom, let's play this silly game with me. <laughs> oh, Sometimes God. you make me feel so stupid. <laughs> you embarrass me oh, on head to table. Oh, oh God, I, I'm so sorry, Tom. In front of all our internet friends. Fortunately, that was a complete whiff. <laughs> I've never made you feel terrible. I'm the best. It's fantastic. Yeah, so like, and how about this? Once the golf game is completed, like the the session ends, right? So either you successfully made your point or you didn't. Yeah. Okay. Okay. I really like this. So I, quite, I quite like the idea that maybe you could insert this into like um into like another campaign or yeah, something yeah. where the characters go to like if they've got a conversation that they want to get across. <laughs> yeah. So like maybe let's take this maybe, to the golf course. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> let's let's hash this out on the links. <laughs> <laughs> um but like i like the idea of like each each hole is maybe maybe it's kind of more focused on like one topic so like like you're kind of like focusing on like how you each feel about one yeah one part of your life and it's like you know who ends up getting there first in the like social situation is kind of maybe maybe sort of winning that argument or getting their point across first like maybe we can you know we have our three clubs for the d4 d8 and d20 is there like a form of communication that (laughs) <laughs> oh yeah represents like a really like aggressive push or like a very subtle how can yeah. you do that okay no i like that okay so so our normal things are putter iron and driver right yeah uh what would that correspond to so so like something gentle is just being like frank right i suppose like in some way it's just 
an, an admission. You think frankness is gentle? Yeah, I suppose. Yeah, <laughs> the mean. truth is a hard. The truth is harsh, man. That would be an incredibly bold manoeuvre, right? To, to go in and tell an actual truth. Yeah. So I feel like that's more like the driver. I feel like the putter is more like trying to like a. It's like subtle allegory or like or like insinuation. Maybe it's a haiku. <laughs> oh God. <laughs> <laughs> and they're like oh wow that was so gentle i understand now mm. i also like the idea of our game of like just two, two retired people like, whenever they reach the crux of what they try to say like lift raise a hand like an autumn breeze falls <laughs> i need to speak my mind now i love water sports <laughs> <laughs> And the other's like, wow, that's so delicate. Just like, let me think about it. Before be a haiku. <laughs> uh, um, okay. Oh God, let's let's do let's do haiku. I'm just I'm just not good at high pressure haikus. <laughs> that's okay. I'll, I'll edit out all of your pauses. Maybe a DA is like a, a question. Mm, okay. Yeah, sure. Hey, have you seen this thing online about uh, about furries? <laughs> what, 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 do you, what, do you, what do you think about that, huh, Bill? Yeah, interesting stuff, right, Bill? Huh? Huh? It's another one of your weird conversations, isn't it, Frank? <laughs> Please, not a haiku. No. <clears throat> Bill? <laughs> uh, With fur can... upon me, I feel my true being unleashed. Pet me, Bill, won't you? Beautiful, beautiful, Frank. You, you're now circling the the whole of my heart. <laughs> I also like the idea of like just watching professional golf on the telly all the time. That like the two golfers just pause in each shot to be like, "I've been drinking a lot, Tiger Woods." <laughs> uh, what? I need to talk to you, Tiger. <laughs> Rory, I, I really don't think Tiger. I- <laughs> Do you think pro golf people are, are, are the most emotionally aware of us all? <laughs> somehow their conversations have reached the the height of truth oh fantastic tom i love it what do you say we head to table let's do it man let's head to table welcome back everyone and welcome to our brand new golfing game fairway the friends well tom uh i have i have actually prepared for you a, a returning segment i i am bringing back uh, a new version of gore in the four Okay, Tom. So, in this week's Gore in the Four, <laughs> I decided to actually roll into a little bit more uh, the, uh, the a focus on the game of golf and the word four. So, what I'd like you to do is I'm going to give you a list of reasons, uh, original reasons, original sources uh, for the term four, for yelling four uh, when you hit a golf ball. Uh, and I just want you to identify the true source or, or reason for yelling for okay so your first option is for is a shortening of a military term uh which is beware before apparently used to like previously to to announce things like fire like live fire uh, and to, to mm. alert people in the distance your second option 
is it is yelled to alert the four caddy who were supposed to be downrange to spot where the ball landed. So you'd yell, uh, you'd yell four and hopefully get their attention and they would try and uh, spot where the ball landed without getting struck on the head. Ah. <laughs> Third option. Uh, Colonel Hamish McDougall famously <laughs> That's used not a uh, real name. I don't care what you're about to say. <laughs> there was never a Hamish McDougall. <laughs> Colonel Hamish McDougall famously used to shout out the number of people he had killed <laughs> through through golf shots. We yell four today to commemorate his final time. <laughs> <laughs> or number four. Um, four references Al Four, a famously terrible golfer and presidential hopeful. What's the uh, what's the true true choice, Tom? Uh, that's so, so, I know that people shout four when like it's either gone wrong or like it's it's going really far, right? Ah, the foot the both two are quite tricky. The four caddy sounds like a real thing. But where before could also be a thing. But you were like, they'd shout it with guns. I don't think anyone's firing a gun and then saying, oh, wait, watch out. I just fired a gun. Just, 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 to, be, just to be clear here, Tom, by, by what I actually meant was, beware before was used as a military term previously uh, to announce like live fire on like a firing range. Not, not in the context oh. of golf. <laughs> I'm saying it's, it's pre, it came from that use. But even then, like if you're fire, I just don't think of firing weaponry. The idea of fire weaponry is that you want it to hit someone that you're aiming at. You're not going to shout, no, hey, no, no, no. we're about to fire the gun now. Watch out, I, I, go and get you. Well, well, I agree with your assessment, Tom. Again, I mean, I mean on a firing range where you're attempting to practice with targets and just to check that no one is on the firing oh, range. Oh, okay, okay. I do get it a bit About more to be now. shredded by bullets. Ah, but you see, I used to do archery, Tom. There was definitely a word they used to shout when, like, some hapless rando, like, walked out of the trees into where all the bosses were. We were like, there was a word they used to say. The, the bosses? A, a boss is an actual name for the, the large hay bale that you stick your target on. Uh, oh, I yeah, see. Yeah. Okay. I thought you were just saying, like, some <laughs> yeah, hapless fight. rando strolling into the middle of, like, <laughs> My boss Bowser. Fight. <laughs> yeah, exactly. uh, <laughs> I'm trying to shoot Bowser. Get out of the way. <laughs> yeah. I, I, they might have shouted for, but they might have just shouted, like, move. Actually, why would they shout four? Arrow! But again, the issue there is if you shout four, all mm. that's going to happen is the rando's going to be like, what? They're not going to necessarily... You know, either way, Tom, I'm going with four caddy, option two. Interestingly, Tom, you are you are halfway correct. Both of the first two options are cited as possible etymologies <laughs> for, uh, for four. So there is, in fact, two correct options. Uh, and I, I will give you a half win. All right, I'll take it. <laughs> ding wah. Is that the sound effect for like a half win? Oh, fantastic. Okay then, Tom, let's play Fairway the Friends. So we've both designed uh, a golfer each um, with a, a secret truth that we want to communicate as well. And another thing that we decided and forgot to say, you can have a skill in one club and one form of conversation. And that means if you're skilled in the club you're using, you can re-roll one of the two die. Yeah, exactly. exactly. Tom, would you like to introduce me to your golfer? Okay. Uh, so I am a, a retired, uh, slightly older lady by the name of Mabel McInnes. 
and I am a retired pilot uh, who was once considered for, for astronaut training, but was uh, was 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 passed up. Uh, I'm an older lady, sil- silver-haired, regular old successful pilot lady. Nice. Um, what's what's your demeanour like? Uh, honest, open, uh, maybe a little bit of like uh, short with people sometimes. Um, yeah, I'm kind of I'm kind of brash, a little bit brash, okay. let's say. And reflecting that, I am skilled in truth and drivers. Nice, I like it. Well, I am Abraham Dixon. Uh, I am also a retired man. Uh, I was once a school English teacher, um, but I was always kind of upset because I always kind of wanted to be recognised as like a great poet, but I never really got the the clay the the acclaim I was hoping for and so you know that old age if you can't do it teach sort of thing sadly I just would be there <laughs> reciting my poetry to my students uh most lessons and I'm now retired and um I think I often have a very sort of far away look in my eye and sometimes mid-sentence I'll just sort of like look away into the wind and think about something from long ago uh and to reflect that my oh. skills are in putting and haikus Oh, God. <laughs> and I think uh, we probably met recently the last few years through the our golf club, maybe. Do you think that's about right? And we've become uh, yeah, yeah. quick friends, I think. Our opposites attract, as it were. And, Absolutely. Uh, Unlike stuffy, real-world golf, where there is all kinds of weird crap about men and women, like yeah. this is just a, a nice, happy, mixed place where we can be friends yeah you love golf get over here and smack some that's actually the the tagline of our club tom can you explain the the course to me okay so this is a a beautiful a beautiful course uh surrounded by wonderful looking looking trees um like in a kind of piney kind of alpiney setting supposed to look like uh the way the way they've designed it rolling rolling levels uh a distance of about 42 to get to uh, is the the range we're, we're looking at here today. But what's most interesting about it is that all of its obstacles are, in fact, uh, policed by uh, terrifying house robots from the <laughs> hit series Robot Wars. <laughs> what? This is a weird yeah. golf club, man. <laughs> Yeah, it really is. It really is. I like the idea of like a golf club that's going out of business. Like, man, we need to get more people in. And like, they were they were down at like a car boot sale, and the old producers of Robot Wars were like, we're gonna shift these robots. And like, this gives me an idea. Yep, exactly that. Exactly that. So they they've filled each of their bunkers with like either a flamethrower <laughs> robot or some chainsaw <laughs> robot. <laughs> <laughs> you know but you know maybe maybe you can recover your balls if they're not like in the like in that hazard zone but if they're in the hazard yeah. zone i also like to think that like i've got sergeant bosses like my caddy <laughs> like a little hat on like carrying yeah. my clubs around putter please sergeant boss <laughs> sergeant boss <laughs> oh very good okay i love it 40 42 you said the range was 42 is the range and that is also the distance between us, Tom. Okay, forty is also the distance. So I think the idea is we take it in turns to take our golf shots, uh, and then we also, on the walk to our balls, take in turns to have a little discussion. I'm, I'm now entering my character, Tommy. Right? Mm, same. I think I might adopt like an accent here. Okay. Morning, Mabel. Wow, well, morning there, Abraham. <laughs> might, might a fine day for it, huh? Oh, tis a fine one indeed. The leaves whisper one word to me this day: golf. 
Well, I, I like that. That's that's poetic. That is. Look at these clear skies. I I'd fly in these all day. I, I smile warmly at your compliment. I'm like, <laughs> indeed. Please, um, do take the first shot, Mabel. I, I need to warm up a little bit. Ugh, and I just doing some little yoga stretches there. But I think after saying warm, Sergeant Boss just goes like. <laughs> Oh, such a bus, please. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I, uh, I'm like, a, I go to to tee up. Uh, I'm wearing a kind of a kind of like bomber jacket, um, nice. kind of tan bomber jacket. Uh, and yeah, I'll, I'll tee up my ball, uh, and I will select the driver. Uh, I'll be like a robots are looking uh, <laughs> mighty mighty angry today. <laughs> looking out there, yes. look like they're hungering for the blood of yet more golfers. <laughs> Terrible what happened to old Kenneth, huh? Oh, such a shame. But that's that's the thrill of the game, as they say. Uh, and she goes ahead and uh, takes a swing. Okay. Uh, oh, shit. I did well there. I got a 17 and an 18. Wow. Um, so I, I mean, I can re-roll, but I, I don't see much no, point in it. that's a fantastic roll. Uh, so, yeah, 17 and 18. I, uh, I will I will take that I think uh, so they're accurate so I can increase so I can roll another dice uh, and and add it to the the distance which at this point I will I will do I only got a two on that one so I got a total of twenty very good still though yeah excellent I will sort of as I uh, as I swing my my golf club uh, uh, it flies true through the sky and I'm like uh, wow look at that ball go just like a Beautiful Spitfire. Glorious shot, Mabel. Soaring through the sky like great birds of a feather. We enjoy this time together. I actually, I actually look a little bit like a abashed as you. I'm like, I like, I sort of like look up as you, you sort of say all that. I'm like, well, that that was beautiful there, uh, Abraham. I have to say, but I, I kind of just like uh, go back to my go back to my my golf uh, bag and I'm fiddling with my clubs. Marvelous. Uh, so I step up. I'm wearing this old tatty cardigan and I got some old sort of battered glasses. I sort of push up my nose and um, I say, right, well, better start off i suppose uh sergeant boss the driver please and uh i think sergeant boss's arms just sort of like <laughs> and like struggle to sort of knock over all the clubs and they'll spell out and driver sergeant boss and like he finally just sort of like rams into them and it rolls over to me i'm like ah oh, excellent <laughs> thank you here we are i'll now. never get why you uh why you took in that there robot it seems remarkably wayward to me <laughs> i suppose i saw something of my self in him and I look away for a few seconds before coming back. <laughs> oh, it's all so poignant. I know. <laughs> and I roll my two D20s. Oh, boy, howdy. Uh, a 12 and a 13. Another very accurate shot. Yeah, excellent. So again, talk through what's happening. So I pick one of the numbers as my distance. I'm going to take the 13, obviously, is the, the higher one here. And because my accuracy, the difference between those numbers, uh, is less than five in this case, a quarter of the total die roll, uh, I can choose to either add one to that for 14, or I can re-roll a d20 to add on top. And I'm obviously going to re-roll a d20. So I've got 13 plus 16, my dude, for 29. Uh, which puts me right away to 13 left, I believe. Yeah. Well, now that that was impressive. <laughs> Look at that. I think Look at that ball fly. I think at first, when I fired it, it looked like 
it was quite like a, an off shot. It didn't see, it went in the wrong direction, looked quite weak. And you already laughed. And I was like, not so fast, dear Mabel. And you see <laughs> that it lands perfectly on the spinning blade of the uh, Robot Wars winner Hypnodisc. Oh, wow. And it just like, yeah, it's like okay. whizzed off of his Hypnodisc uh, and goes flying over really close now to the hole. And uh, How did you predict that? I say... <laughs> Betwixt sleep and dream, I see with new eyes that the way forward may soon be behind. Wow, fancy. Yes, it doesn't really mean anything. <laughs> well, I liked it. <laughs> and so we, we start to head on over. Uh, and as we're going, Tom, let's engage in some discussion. You know, Abraham, you're remarkably fancy with those words. Did I... Did I ever tell you the reason why I never made it to uh into to astronaut camp? <laughs> why, why I never why I never truly became a, a, an astronaut person I, with the the NASA? I always assumed it's because you referred to it as astronaut camp and astronaut person. <laughs> but I, I, I just mean you know one of those crazy people who get to fly out to space. Ah, a star amongst the stars, you might add. No, you never did. Well, uh, at this point, I will roll my dice and see how it goes. Then I will modify what I will say, depending upon whether it's successful or not, I think. Trade BM. Uh, okay, so 2d20. Um, <laughs> I got a 20 and a 5. <laughs> uh, but I am skilled, fortunately, at truth. So I will re-roll my 5 nice. and see how I go. Um uh, which came out to a six. Oh, Tom, <laughs> you've completely missed the mark. So I think I say like, uh, like, well, as a matter of fact, it was uh, it was fancy folk like you that know how to read real good. Just because I never picked up my letters, <laughs> just means I can't I can't fly no kind of spaceship. But <laughs> well, I, you and your type, Abraham. Sometimes it makes my blood boil. How how you fancy folk treat the rest of us? I think you also, despite also going, off, I was just looking completely off into the distance as well. I wasn't even really listening. <laughs> oh, sorry, Mabel, I I missed that. Uh, God damn it! Just just get back to your ball. I've been thinking a lot, Mabel, and well, I'm reaching the end of the track, as they say. These are the last few decades I may spend on this earth, and. It seems my poetry has no place in a world like this, and I just can't do it, Mabel. I, I can't have it all been for nothing. I need a mark. I know this is but a, a, a folly of the mortal soul, but I need something, Mabel, something that I might be remembered for. I, I'm changing tack, Mabel. I, I'm swapping careers. I'm, I'm going to try something new, and I'm going to roll my 2d20s <laughs> for us. Harsh truth. Oh, golly, and I got a 13 and a 2. <laughs> so I also... We both whiff. I think I'm I think I'm think kind of storming ahead, kind of annoyed, as you're like... Uh, like You just kind of hear from, like, Mabel, like, uh-huh, uh-huh, yeah, yes, yeah, whatever. <laughs> I'm like, oh, oh, my. And so we reach our balls, and it's now you ready to take the next shot. <laughs> okay, well, so my distance still to go is 22, so... I think it makes sense for me to still drive, uh, to be honest, at this this kind of distance. So that is what I will do. Uh, 
yeah, I'll draw my drivers. All right, you go um, for it. Uh, I rolled a 10 and a 4. Uh, but again, I am skilled with this, so I'll try and re-roll the 4. Okay. Uh, and I got a 1. Oh, so- Tom! <laughs> So whatever decided here, if you're skilled, do you get to choose the two of them, or do you just have to take the second roll if you re-roll? Uh, I'm. Uh, I th- no, be be harsh. We never be decided. I. Uh, I don't know. No, may, maybe picking makes more sense. Actually, let's say picking. Okay. Well, I will. I will take the, the the six. I suppose then, yeah. uh, which means that I get no additional abilities. It's not a whiff, so I do go forwards. Uh, 10. Exactly. So a nice normal 10 shot. Very good. How far away are you now from the hole? Uh, I am 12 away. Oh, nice. Well, uh, see a nice even shot into the distance. I'm like, I feel like I'm playing fairly good golf today, as well as I need to beat your sorry ass. <laughs> Come now, Mabel. Remember the old story of the tortoise and the hare? <laughs> I think in this allegory, I would be the tortoise, because you got ahead so far. Look at that shot. Exactly. And the slow tortoise never made it to the end. He was eaten by an eagle. That's a little golf joke. (laughs) (laughs) I see. Well, anyway. You and your fancy birdies. I digress. Um, uh, Sergeant Boss. Sergeant Boss! And I look over, and Sergeant Boss is like fighting with Matilda, the sort of dinosaur looking house bot. And I'm like, oh, God! Oh, come on now, Sergeant Boss, leave her alone. Boss, Boss! <laughs> Scrap is going everywhere. Smack my thighs. Come on, Boss! For God's sake! Scrapes over, and I'm like, oh, goodness. Do you remember when people used to watch robots fight for fun before the big robot wars where the robots now fight us endlessly, crushing all opposition in every every dimension? Oh, it seems so long ago. You know, when I was a boy, we all had robots service all the time. And now it's just horror, horror, horror. Just everywhere you go, robots pulling limbs off of humans. Indeed, this is a, a scary time. Uh, Sergeant Boss, what do you recommend? The, uh, the iron or the putter? I think it just flies like... I'm like, hmm, iron, I see. Very well. <laughs> and I pull out my, my D8 iron. I wig- nice. Wiggle my bum. How far away set are you? My eye. I'm 13 away. Okay, nice. Set my eye. And I sort of um, take a deep breath. And here we go. I kind of regret using the iron already. All right, not too bad. A six and a four. Okay. So that is within a quarter, so that gives me uh, one extra boost that I can use if I want to. So I'm going to take the six as my distance and add an extra D8 to that. I got a three for a nine. I am now only four away within putting range. (laughs) And, uh... Oh, God. And I say, um... (laughs) As the sparrowhawk circles in on its prey, do sparrowhawks eat birds? I don't know. This isn't a I mean, poem. I think the clue is in the name. It's like Sparrowhawk. I mean, I assume they eat sparrows. I don't know. Oh, that's very good. I scribbled that down in my notes. Sparrowhawk <laughs> eat sparrow. Why'd you have to go and shoot like that? <laughs> well, you know, Mabel, sometimes it's being... I look away for a few seconds. <laughs> Gentle. As if I've just remembered someone telling me something once about being calm and collected. <laughs> Next shot, you'll get your poetic justice. Okay. I think we're, uh, we're walking over. And as we're uh, wandering down towards our balls, I think I say, um, you know, I really treasure these times here with you, Mabel. 
sometimes I think this is really what it's about. Not leaving the best poems and... Mabel, look out! Oh, God! Kill a lot! Oh, run, Mabel, run! Get off my trousers, oh. you big heap of steel! Oh. Get off of I pull my and iron I start and just... whacking at Sir Killalot. Oh, I smash him about the head with my iron. <laughs> Get away! We're both just going at him. Get away! Damn robots! Damn filthy you machine! You stole my family from me! You, you bastards! You have no place here! <laughs> we lost so many of them in the robot wars! That's right! Run, Sir Killalot! Run! <laughs> oh. Mabel, are you oh, alright? Jesus. Yeah, I, I just, I'm traumatized from those wars, you know, the, the goddamn robot oh, wars. I know, I know. The memories. Oh, you know, it's, it's thinking back about the robot wars that this is what I'm trying to say to you, Mabel. I'm getting into something new and I roll my 2d20s. All right, a 14 and a 17. That's more like it. So within a quarter, so I can get one boost. So I'm going to keep the 17 and I'm going to add an extra d20 to that. That's a four, so I score 21. Which brings oh, wow. me half of the way. It's getting my point home to you. And I say, Mabel, are you familiar with YouTube? <laughs> Is that that antiquated uh, video sharing platform? <laughs> yes, quite. Uh, no one really uses it anymore. We all use Amazon Video on our Amazon boxes. <laughs> but uh, <laughs> All hail Bezos. Oh, all hail Bezos. All hail Bezos. All hail Bezos. <laughs> and I sort of rub my, um, my, my Amazon golf clubs. <laughs> Knowing full well that my Amazon watch is listening <laughs> to the conversation. <laughs> and I say, okay. I know that the, the, Amazon, the Amazon drones descend <laughs> yeah. back from the distance. And I say, um, I know that uh, YouTube is a bit of an antiquated platform now, but I think that's where I want to strike gold, as it were. I'm going to start becoming a YouTuber, Mabel. I see. Well, what does that entail exactly? Well, um, that's the thing. Uh, anyway, weren't you going to say something about um, your times as, as an astronaut person? <laughs> I get all sheepish and I, well, I look away and I try and change the subject. Yeah, yeah. I, uh, I, sort of, I sort of look a little bit, I kind of blow up my cheeks again. I'm like, well, I suppose this time I try to tell you, I just, it's just you and your kind, I, I find it difficult. Um... I rolled a twenty and a thirteen, okay, which is not bad. Still, still works. Yeah, still um, normal. All right. Well, I will roll, re-roll that, and see what see what I get. Uh, I got a five, so I'll stick with a thirteen. <laughs> um, I'm like, look, a- Abraham. I-, I have had some some bad experiences with uh with with teachers in my my youth i i left school somewhat early you see uh pursue pilot training i I never i never learned to uh to read oh my my dear friend i i had no idea i'm so oh heavens all those poetry volumes i lent you oh i feel a fool mabel I know. I just I've I've learned over the years to fake my way through it, just to just to say things that I think people expect to hear. And sometimes I can kind of recognize certain like like shapes or symbols and, and maybe piece together what things are. But but I never really learned to to you know just sit down and 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 read. Most people, if they they were to learn this, I had to keep it secret for so long. I, I was a commercial airline pilot, and if people knew that their pilot couldn't even <laughs> read the, you know, 
the emergency instruction manual. I, I have a feeling there might have been someone for Okay, folks, today we're flying to... Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well... Um, I, I, I clasp your hands and I say, Mabel, if, if you don't find it impolite or rude of me to say, I, I could teach you sometime. You know I was once an English teacher. Oh, there's my ball! Oh, oh yes. I say uh, as we, we reach the, reach the zone. Well, I, I awkwardly. Please, uh, do, do take your shot. <laughs> of course, of course. Um, now, let's see. I'm about 12 distance away. Mm, I don't think a driver's going to help me this time. I, I'll just go with my irons. Uh, I draw out my, uh, my whatever iron this is. It's just an iron. It's just literally for ironing clothes. Uh, <laughs> I, I kneel down and whack my ball. Very good. Uh, and I got a five and a seven. Nice. So I am I'm within two, mm-hmm. and it's the seven. Uh, so I will roll another D8 to add to the seven. This could be risky, because anything above a five is an overshoot. Yeah. But then an overshoot is fine. Like, I'll still be yeah, closer, exactly, right? Yeah, yeah. Uh, I got exactly a five. No. What, is, what does this mean? Does that mean you're in? Hooray! I'm like, looks like the tortoise didn't get eaten this time, friend. I'm gobsmacked. Mabel, where did you learn to golf like that? Well, you know, saved all that time that I could learn to read. <laughs> that was fantastic. But don't write me off yet. I could still equal you, you know. That's unfortunately true i say uh, <laughs> sergeant boss it's time for the puttertron uh and you see that sergeant boss just kind of like uh morphs part of his head into the most elegant and masterful putter you've ever seen and i the transforming robot ain't that illegal oh yes it was some modifications the club made after they bought the robots it, well, you'll I, find that it's measurements are all uniform say, uh, i admire your rebellious streaks oh sir. thank you and I line up. I need, I'm four away. Come on. I can do this. Okay. I. Oh, wait. This is perfect. So I get a three and a two. So I'm within a quarter. So I get a boost. I'm going to keep the three. Use that point to instead of re-rolling, just add one. Shit. I get a four. I am also in. We've both done it in three. Well, damn. Oh. It seems like we, we drew there. I hold out my hand and say, sticker there, partner. I uh, reach out, spit on my hand, <laughs> and uh, and shake your hand forcefully. I say, um, I, I hold a hand, I finger to the, to the to the air, and I say, "There once was a pilot named Mabel, who I must say was incredibly able to fly like a champ and golf like a scamp." You love me like that famous podcast, "Head to the Table." You listen to? I'm such a fan. <laughs> I tell all my friends and leave five-star reviews on iTunes, Podbean, and Stitcher. Well, of course you do. Here in the year 2080, they are the most popular and only form of entertainment left after the robots have purged all other forms of yes, thanks, mass communication. Thanks to their Amazon sponsor. It is now the only podcast we are allowed to listen to. And I think as we retrieve our ball, like this is our last chance. I think the idea was... Like, you have to fit in the point in the golf game. So let's take one last attempt then okay. to get our points across. Yeah, well, my only chance is to drive. Uh, so I will I will do so. So I'm going to make another truth, I guess. Uh, and I 
Yeah, I'm like, uh, look, Abraham, I have to admit, maybe I invited you here under slightly false pretenses. I I had hoped that you would say what you were going to say about about the possibility of of teaching me. I I think maybe it's it's time, you know. Listen, and then I'm going to roll. Okay. Ooh, an 18 and a 13, which is exactly five yes, apart. Now, very nice. Okay, so that's still an accurate shot, uh, which means I can I can roll one extra, mm-hmm. um, which I'll have to do to have any chance of getting this. I'm 22 away, so I have to roll a four, okay. which seems very unlikely. You might uh, at least get close. Uh, nope, I rolled a 20. I way <laughs> overshoot. <laughs> uh, so 38 uh, and into the into the weeds. But I, I do still say, like, uh, look, I, I like you. I, I know I mask it behind a, a kind of feeling of, uh, uh, like, maybe dis- distrust or your more uh, intellectual ways, but that that's just envy. I, I, would, I would like you to teach me. Maybe you could... Uh, you could come around. I say tomorrow, and I say, Mabel, I think I know exactly what you're trying to say, and I think you know what I'm trying to say. Uh, and I'm going to roll my d20s to try and get the twenty-one somehow that I need. Oh, I get an eleven and a twelve. Okay. So I'll take okay. the. Eh, I guess eleven. So I need to roll a ten now on this d20. Okay, fingers crossed. I got crossed. A 13, so I'm only three out. That's pretty good. I'm getting very yeah. close to the point. And I say, Mabel, my YouTube series, it's... <laughs> well, Mabel, it's a politically charged one. I've had it living under Bezos' thumb, Mabel. I can't live in this world anymore. Everything we do is eat your Amazon apples. Oh, shit in your Amazon <laughs> toilets. I can't take it, Mabel. I've... I've been designing weapons of Amazon destruction, Mabel. They're all ready, they're primed. All these robots, they're in on it. I look I look incredibly shocked, but uh, you see a slow smile start to creep across my face. I'm like, well, well, all right then. I mean, what are we waiting here for? And uh, you see me like a reach out of my golf bag where you see that there's like golf clubs like poking out. I, I draw like an assault rifle. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, I'm like... I have been waiting for this day for so goddamn long. I, I, it just, it, it feels like no one else sees what Bezos has done to us. You're right, Mabel. And listen, and I, I pull out of my golf bag some very detailed plans of like Amazon satellite orbits around the Earth. I'm like, if we can just take out the primary satellite here, the rest of the Nexus should fall. But to reach it, Mabel, we're going to need an astronaut person. The best darn astronaut person there is. Damn. And I was hoping, uh, as I look at you, that you might have some contacts from your old astronaut days. God damn it! <laughs> <laughs> and I guess we'll leave it there. Tom, that was Fair Way the Friends. What a joy that was. That was fun. I like that. That was really, really like that. Any thoughts? Yeah. Things, things, parts you particularly liked? Parts that you would change? I guess the only thing I might consider changing is maybe to have, like... Uh, multiple holes mm. uh, and have and have something about like like maybe like have the par like the the distance for the the relationship be higher like so that it can come across multiple like holes maybe mm. and maybe have some effect for winning the holes have an effect on the actual game that we're playing which is 
deep conversation. I agree. It would be good. it would be good if there was some connection between yeah how like success in one affects the other or something. I'm not too sure. Yeah, yeah. No, me but part of me like part no, of me likes the idea of it being. So the conversation stops when the golf's over. Part of me likes the idea of it being harder to do the conversation, and perhaps like at the end of each game, you get some like social boost to the next game or something. I'm not sure. Yeah. Because my issue with just having a higher distance on the social checks is that doesn't necessarily increase the length. It just means you're driving for longer. That's very it just true. Makes driving like That's yeah, very far true. more important. That is that is the other thing with it as well. Is like yeah, the the driving is it's quite heavily weighted at the moment because like you know you can get you can have quite a few rounds of probably doing that possibly yeah, distances yeah. maybe having like certain hazards where like to get around them you have to putt or you know like you have yeah, to do another thing yeah. or something like that in the in the golf course like designing more complex courses that require different use of uh of like of like clubs at different points, yeah, yeah, might might be good as well. Um, I it's, but yeah, I, I don't know. I think it's really good fun. I enjoyed play. I and I think it's very versatile. At one level, if nothing else, you got a fun golf mini game that you can stick into your your game somewhere. <laughs> and on the other, I still feel like there's something very poetic and poignant we can build further. But I think we've we've achieved all we can within an hour. Mm, absolutely, and I, I think maybe one day we could revisit this this particular universe, I, the world I would of like to <laughs> of Jeff Bezos's. I want to do yeah a game where he plays robots fighters in the Amazon future, where you're allied <laughs> with the only robots that aren't controlled by Amazon are the old robot wars house robots, and head to table has become a propaganda <laughs> yeah. mouthpiece. <laughs> of Bezos, the only licensed uh, like form of entertainment. Oh, it's so good. Wonderful. Well, thank you for playing, Tom. That has been another hopefully successful episode of Head to Table. Um, if you liked what you heard, then feel free to hit us up on Twitter. We've been using that a lot lately, and it's a lot of fun. So always keen to hear from you there. Uh, anything else, anywhere else you want to you want to hear from people, Tom? Uh, well, I'd love to give a shout out to Call Me Malcolm for letting us use their music in the intro, outro, and also the middle of the podcast. Uh, and that's all I really have to say. You know, thanks to everyone for listening. <laughs> it's a delight um, making the show, and uh, be back again next week. Bye for now. Ta-ta.